Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. Sweep, swept, swing the clubs. The 2021 installment of your Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> it's Winnipeg's rock station, 92.1 City. I'm TJ. That's Turnbull. Good morning. Uh, man, big night in Montreal last night. I'm kind of surprised. Uh, not that the Jets lost. I mean, they have played piss poor for the last four. But uh, I'm kind of surprised that the fans in Montreal didn't burn their city down completely hey, last night. Come on, give them some credit. They've been on lockdown for so long. They, they knew they had to behave. So they couldn't just, you know, completely right. Plus, it's only round two. Wait till round three, and then yeah. they'll be rioting. Yeah, Wait that's or lose, right. really. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> 93, they win. Torch the city. <laughs> Let's go down to old Montreal. Let's yeah. go to the oldest, most historic part of this great city and torch it. <laughs> yeah, so the Jets, uh, I don't know if they flew home last night or maybe they stayed to whoop it up at uh, Club Super Sex, but uh, I mean, why not? You might as well hang out for 24 hours somewhere where you can actually go do something. Yeah, no kidding. They, the, it, 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 it's weird, right, to, to see a team sweep somebody's first round and then get completely swept the second round. But when you do look back at that first round series, I mean, all credit to them. They did handle Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl pretty well. But at the same time, three of those games went to overtime. It was, you know, one shot away from being a 3-1 Edmonton lead in that series, which completely changes the whole complexion, right? So I think that maybe masked a bit of the, the Jets' problems in the, in the first round because at the end of the season, the Jets weren't that good of a hockey team, right? They lost like seven straight, something like that. Yeah, but the league's out to get the Jets because, wow. you know, Mark Shifley's four-game suspension. Yeah, I, if, listen, if if one player was the reason you lost a, a playoff series, then you got even bigger problems than we realize. Hey, by the way, uh, Logan Stanley, was that guy's just snipe city guy, last night or what? Where did this guy, like, listen, I thought this guy was going to be an absolute pylon when they drafted him, six foot seven ogre looking guy, right? And this guy's got a shot on him. He's a sniper. I know. Both his goals yesterday, just absolute beauties. Yeah, I was hoping that he was going to get the hattie too. That would have been sweet. The uh, OT winner, just get imagine? the hat trick. Oh, the city would have gone nuts. Um, but, you know what? That's it for the Jets this season. And now, you know, What's your take on it? 780-BONES, 780-2663. Or you can text us 762-555. Like, do they have to blow everything up now? I know, like, the window feels like it's closing. Um, but then again, I, I don't know. I felt that a few years ago, too. I didn't yeah. expect them to get to the second round this year. I, You know, they, they squeaked into the playoffs. I mean, they got in handily because they played well at the beginning of the season. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, they kind of limped in at the end, like you said. And I just, I, I think... You know, and I hate to just call for a guy's job, but man, Maurice has got to go. It's tough. I like Paul Maurice. I think he's a good, a good coach. But at, you know, at some point, I think the message, like a coach, can only get this team so far, and it kind of seems like Maurice has kind of peaked yeah. uh, with this team. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, yeah, he did get him to the second round, so usually that kind of is pretty good for job security, but. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be a tired Montreal team coming in after seven games. I mean, they should have been able to come out and at least pull one. Well, yeah. They didn't have a lead in the entire series. No, no, they couldn't lead. They couldn't couldn't score first. They couldn't score. Like, it's just, there was a lot of things. Now, credit to where credit's due. I mean, Montreal did play well in this series. It's not like the Jets just completely just foiled this one away, right? Like, they were up against a team that was absolutely committed to their system, and uh, as soon as they got up by a goal, it's like, okay, good luck. You're yeah. not going to get one any any bias, but uh, yeah. Well, Carey Price, obviously. Yeah, that, that uh, doesn't hurt. Yeah, and they're big for defense too. Yeah, something that the Jets don't have. No, exactly. Like, is they that not on have, Chevy? No, I know exactly. Like, w- he didn't do jack at the at the deadline as far as bolstering us on the back end. No, they they, they got kind of uh, like Morrissey's you know, a plug. Well, I'm sorry. not a plug. I think he's uh, dude. He's, he's embarrassing. Like he's out a, there, he's a 
dangling around, waving his stick, and he's flailing all over the place. Like, come on. It sucks to see, like, where this, like, the Dustin Bufflin saga that happened a couple years ago. I mean, he really set them back. Dustin Bufflin with that decision to wait till September to uh, retire. If they had known a couple months before, you wonder if the Jets could have, you know, kept a couple of those guys they lost on the yeah. blue line, which would have helped. would have helped. Yeah, Tyler Myers even, like, yeah. somebody, right? And uh, Anybody. You know, that literally Mark did not Flood. <laughs> Remember him? I do remember him. Yeah. You're the only one. Yeah, Mark Flood. Hey, by the way, uh, like typical Hab fan last night, digging for gold. Oh, man. Listen, we talked about, uh, you know, nose picking and stuff and how, listen, it's kind of something that, that happens, right? Everybody does it. Yeah. They might not want to admit it, but everybody does it. But imagine just absolutely going for it in your nose when you happen to be caught on camera. Yeah, and you're one of only a few thousand oh, people in the man. arena with this your guy, girlfriend. Yes. Screenshots of this guy are everywhere. Yeah. He can never live this down now. Back in Black uh, just made Total Guitar Magazine's list of the greatest guitar riffs of all time, lumped in with, oh, just a couple other bangers. Oh, yeah. Oh. Are they are they ranked in this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is number one. This is number one. Okay. Double R, Randy Rhodes, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's it's good. It's a good list. Man, I've never actually thought of that before. Like the greatest guitarists of all time. I mean, there's yeah. some like just they, all of these. They're just like as soon as you hear the first chord, exactly. you probably know what song it is. Yep. Oh, of course, the song everybody learns when they play guitar Man, first. Yeah, I, I think I learned this in, in Mr. Denby's grade seven class. Yeah, it was Jelly Beans and then, and then Smoke on the Water. Yeah, ain't talking about love. I mean, Eddie. So that's just the top five, and then you, you go down six through ten. And some of them are, are almost interchangeable and could easily be in the top five. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, that just makes the hairs on my neck stand up. Okay, there we go. Well, Pantera? At least we're going to go for a run. What do you say? Ha, 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 ha. I'm surprised Jimmy's down at number 10 with Purple Haze. I mean, when you think of the greatest guitar players yeah. of all time, Hendrix is in the conversation. He's got to be, yeah. For number one every time. So how does his song only come in a number 10 as far as greatest guitar riffs go of all time? It's hard to, it's hard to rank those, man. It's hard to make a, make a list. Yeah, I guess if you're just going off schmucks uh, on the internet yeah. voting. Yeah. You know, there, there's a, <laughs> like there's one really big Pantera fan out there that just went on and <laughs> voted like a hundred times. Yeah. Like, walk by Pantera. Yes, yeah. heavy. Love it. But better than Hendrix? That, I mean, to me, that's, uh, that's a, a lukewarm take. <laughs> Not super hot. No. I mean, I love Dimebag. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, all right. It's just a list, man. It's subjective. That's right. Yeah, Slash not on the list. Exactly. Like, how does how does Paradise City? Oh, yeah. I would get put on that there. up there over totally. a couple of those songs. Me too. Yeah, especially in the last bit. This needs to be widened to the top 20. Is there a better guitar riff? Is it Sloan? 
Whoa, listen to this. Oh. Oh. Fast food restaurants always going at it. Um, always trying to be the first to do something and then they all do it. And it's, it's like, I don't know. Do you try like the sandwiches everywhere? You know, there was the there was the chicken craze. We were just talking yeah. about that. You had uh, the chicken sandwich battle royale of last year, two years ago. Last year, I think. Yeah. Popeye's chicken, KFC, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. They were involved in that. And of course. I know some people who, like, they tried all the different chicken sandwiches. Mary Brown's, too. Mary Brown's, yeah, yeah. But that, that's all they do is chicken. Because I think other places yeah. were trying it, too. You know, like they're they're trying to go, and that's I, right. Because even McDonald's had like their spicy, like exactly like three spicy chi- chicken burgers or whatever last year too. Spicy for a while. this and that. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was gonna say. Like yeah. it, it's like some places should do it because it's what they do best, and then some other places, like you see Burger King right now, they're doing the Nashville spicy yes. hot uh, chicken sandwich, which I like again. I I kind of want to try. I think I will. You like you like the chicken parm from there. I did really enjoy that chicken parm. Yeah. Um. Here's one for you. Okay, chicken sandwiches. Because I saw this this girl post last night. Um. She's always ordering food, and I and I, I don't I don't watch her eat. I know that sounds weird, <laughs> but I watch what she eats because she's all like she literally eats out every day yeah. of the week. Yeah. And she's always posting like where she's eating from, and sometimes I'll be like, hey, like where where's that from? Because it was one last night. Because I was like, oh, that actually looks pretty good, and she said it was from KFC. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But uh, recently I saw her order from a place, uh, Jollibee. Oh, Jollibee. I remember when they opened up. Have you been? Uh, I've never heard so of it. The only, so they opened up uh, f- maybe five, six years ago, I want to say. They got the one location. Well, they might have a couple locations, but they opened up the one uh, right near Polo Park. And when I worked for a different oh, yeah. radio station, uh-huh. they came in because their big thing is it's a Filipino restaurant, I believe. And their big thing is that's a big chicken, chain there. Yeah, chicken and spaghetti. It's like a, it's a combo. Like a par- like a chicken parm type thing. No, like it's like a like fried chicken, uh-huh. and then a plate a plate of spaghetti. Like with that, no like, sauce or with sauce. With yeah. sauce, yeah. But yeah, like yeah. The, it goes together in in that culture. Hmm. Like the, that's that's okay. what they they like to eat. So they had dropped a bunch off at the radio station for us. So that was the only time I ever tried it. But when they opened up, it was a craze, man. Like people were lined up for hours trying to get some Jollibee chicken. Really? Yes. It's a big deal. Yeah, I I don't. I guess I've driven past it because now now that I I've seen the logo because I did a little search on it. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen it, but I've, I've never stopped. Yeah. And I was wondering if it was even, uh, worth it. Apparently it is. I remember, like, like I said, I remember when they opened and they had lineups on mm. their, on their opening day. I don't know if, I mean, it's to me, fried chicken's fried chicken. You're not going to like, I don't really, you know, you can't change the mold. Yeah. Like I, I just, I don't know. I'll just eat like, it tastes like fried chicken to me. I don't, there's not one that I prefer over the other. Yeah. And you know, like, uh, they've all got their own spice, sure. like their own ingredients. To, yeah. to try and make it unique. But yeah. at the end of the day, chicken sammy's a chicken sammy. It's just chicken. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, except for Jollibee now. They're, they're changing the game. Uh, apparently, a woman who dined at a Jollibee in the Philippines, um, she got a deep-fried towel. Pardon me? Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> like she, as a prize? <laughs> no. <laughs> Instead of chicken. Oh, no. Somebody, I guess, who was working there. Accidentally dropped a rag in the deep fryer oh, or whatever no. they do. Because <laughs> so there's this picture. I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, Jollibee uh, chicken sandwich. I'm like, I, I've never been. But I'm like, that looks a little blue. <laughs> no, I don't want to go. <laughs> that looks a little blue and a little dish raggy. So it's a deep fried dish rag. And I guess oh. she took this giant bite. And oh, like, no. I hope it was a clean dish rag at least. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. I mean, I guess 
Like, how do you get the towel in the batter and then fry it? Because well, you would have to roll it. See, at first I was like, oh, they just dropped it in the, the like the fryer. Right, but no, but you'd, you'd have, have to bread it. You'd have to batter it up first. Yeah, you put yeah. all 12, well, 12 spices and herbs yeah, and sounds, sprinkle it all over it. Sounds a little more intentional than maybe I first thought. Oh, man. You know who's making an entry into the uh, chicken sandwich game? Um, and this is going to sound crazy. 7-Eleven. I saw their, like, advertisements. They're, they're pretty all, good. They're all they look they, they look okay. I haven't had great experiences eating the food at 7-Eleven. And oh. I put food in kind of quotation marks. <laughs> like I'm not talking about like the, you know, the taquito. Like I'll I'll grab a taquito, no problem. Off that little uh grill. Wait, just in regular day to day? Dude. Come I on. love those taquitos, man. The buffalo chicken taquitos from Sev. You're better than that. Oh, man, I'm better than that. <laughs> Choose a Whopper, man. Yeah. <laughs> Plant-based. <laughs> but when it comes to like the uh, like kind of like the food, the food that you can get from there, you know, like the uh, like pizza or they always upsell chicken it. wings or yeah, they do. Like I go in there. I went into the one on Academy the other day, and it was like 9:30 in the morning. She's like, "You want some wings?" Yeah. I'm like, "What? No." I'm like, I do, but... Hi, hi there, you bought a, a small Slurpee. You qualify hey. for a pepperoni pizza. Hey, did you want some uh, wedges? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. I had the scoots bad from eating their chicken wings once. Of course I, you I, did. Yeah, I don't want to like try their, uh, their their food. Yes, and of course, they don't have the bathroom that you can use. <laughs> no, they don't. That's the worst part. Like, You, you have to actually open up the freezer it, that has it also all the dilly bars it in it. It also wasn't in me. It's not like I... Got the chicken wings, took a bite in the <laughs> store. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, yeah, it probably did. <laughs> you probably didn't even make it back to the car. No, no. We had just moved into our apartment and uh, we were you know, moving all day and we wanted slurries hot or whatever. And it's like, let's just get some chicken wings here. We'll eat those for dinner or whatever. We went back to the apartment and within minutes <laughs> of eating those things, I had to go to the washroom. I never thought a place where I could buy lottery tickets and <laughs> Roman candles would be upselling me on a hot and ready. <laughs> You know, I just, I can't. I know. Oh, man. It's a little different. But, um, hey, but that said, the, the picture of the chicken sandwich looks pretty good. Seriously, though, it, it, does. it does. And actually, Texter0999 <laughs> said uh, 7-Eleven chicken sandwich is surprisingly awesome. Wow, see? And then somebody also said 7-Eleven has the pro scan of food. <laughs> of course, reference to me buying my knockoff TV. TV. Yeah. It's about to break, much like your intestines after eating 7-Eleven snacks. <laughs> I don't know. Some people get off on that stuff, though, man. I I don't know. Like you 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 know you guys laugh at me all the time uh, about eating like whoppers on Wednesday. So some people can handle it. Some people can't hack it. Yeah, it's true. You know, some people have iron guts. <laughs> there's just usually like when there's a restaurant, you know, even if it's a fast food restaurant that specializes in making you know like meals and stuff and food. Yeah, I would trust them over a place like you said that sells lottery tickets and gas. Yeah, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, the guys just come in from pumping off 20 liters and yeah. hands just reaching exactly. in there grabbing the chicken for you. Here you go, buddy. Welcome to Bunties. <laughs> Pretty powerful image circulating. Uh, demonstrators at Ryerson University in Toronto tearing down the statue of Egerton Ryerson. Uh, that was the guy that created Canada's residential school system. Um, and of course, this all in response to the discovery of the 215 children's remains at uh, what was once the country's largest indigenous residential school. Mm-hmm. George Trombolopoulos, uh, who now does a show on Apple Music, I believe, 
um, posted a pretty powerful uh, little video on his Instagram account yesterday as well. Hey, what if I told you a story about an organization whose history was so sketchy that you could look back at any moment in their existence and your jaw would drop? Yeah, they used to travel around the world and ask you to join their club. Actually, they would demand you joined their club or they would kill you, but that was a long time ago. In the more modern context, generations of sexual and emotional abuse of children at the hands of their membership. What if I told you this organization and a few others like it partnered with the government to run these institutions called schools and in these schools, a lot of these abuses took place and other awful things as well, like kids in a country that had a lot of food would suffer from extreme malnourishment. And a lot of kids who died were buried in mass unmarked graves and we didn't really hear anything about it. And what if I told you that that same organization today advocates hard against marriage equality? That same organization today not only advocates against a woman's right to choose, but won't even let women have any of the top jobs. Could you imagine an organization like that existing Obviously, he's referencing, you know, the Catholic churches. Uh, it, there's no question this is, it's a black mark on our country's history. And uh, what, you know, especially considering that the last residential school closed in 1996. Yeah, that was that's not, not that long, long ago, ago, dude. Like that's, no. like I was, I was alive, you know, like to me, to me, when you hear something like this, you think of the past, you think of way back, you think of how, you know, oh, it sucks that that's how we treated them way back then. Right. Yeah. And I think these atrocities have been have been covered up for a long time, because even as somebody who, you know, uh, went to school, um, I didn't hear a ton about residential schools. We knew about it. And it's the same thing with, you know, the Japanese that came over with the railroad and stuff like that. Like you learn a little bit about it in school, but there was no major focus on it. I think the curriculums do have to change because, um, you know, if 215 children turning up uh, at basically an internment camp, you can call it a, a residential school, but that's not what it is. Uh, this is basically a child internment camp. Yeah. Um, if 215 kids unaccounted for doesn't make you raise an eyebrow, mm-hmm. you need to wake up a little bit. Yeah, man. And like like you said, as far as the education part of it goes, I don't remember learning anything about this. I really don't. And whether, whether it was taught to me or not, I really... It, it didn't, if it was taught to me, it didn't stick with me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, like you said, there should be, this is something of our of our past that we're, we shouldn't be proud of, but we should know about it. And acknowledge it. And yeah. we should be educated on it. And, uh, you know, I, I for one, you know, after, especially after this story came out a week ago, a week and a half ago, I had to do some reading because there's still a lot I don't know about the whole residential school situation. Yeah. And, and I, you know, honestly, man, I fell into a rabbit hole the other day um, about it. And I was like, I can't, it's kind of shocking because I'm like, how, how am I, you know, I'm a Canadian. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm a proud Canadian. How the hell do I know so little about the history of this country? Like, again, we, we knew it happened. Right. But you know, it was just never really talked about. Right. And you have Métis heritage. I do. Yeah. So, you know, even for you to not, not know acknowledge anything. it, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, because you're you're proud of your heritage. Yeah. And yeah, I for me, I had to I had to educate myself. And I saw some people online talking about um about this program. University of Alberta offers this program called Indigenous Canada. And it's free to sign up. There are some different payment options. Like I I don't know, I got whatever. But you just go onto this University of Alberta site and it's called Indigenous Canada. And I started it, it's it's not a ton. You know, like the way I look at it, and I think of what 
you know, the indigenous went through and have gone through and continue to go through in this country where I'm just like, man, I, I can take an hour out of my week or more and I can, I can learn. So you signed up for it? I signed up for it. I'm in like, I mean, yeah, I'm in like module three. Hang on a second. We're in week three. <laughs> uh, this I started last week. Like you're a university student right now? Wow. I mean, <laughs> not here to pat myself on the back. No, but honestly, I just... Good for you, man. <laughs> so, like, what... Like, what like, like, university student. I'm sitting in my basement. Is it, like, like, like a Zoom sort of, like, session? No, like no, it's, it? it's all it's all pre-recorded. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, it, you okay. know, so good information. You know, there's some good quality uh, uh, just teachings, you know, just yeah. learning about... learning well, about all. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool, man. I, I encourage somebody to do it because, you know, again, I don't read much, and I, I, I find I spend way too much time on my damn phone, and I'm like, look, I can put this thing down for an hour, you know, after the kids go to bed. I don't need to watch the late game. I can watch, like, an hour of, of this video, like, and the, and the teachings and stuff, and it, it's... I don't know. It's cool, man. I, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Do you get tested on it? I got tested. Yes, you I get do? <laughs> Yeah, it's, like it's a, like a real course. course. It's a real course. It's like a, a, yes, it's a like it's only yes, it's a course. So have you had a test? Yes, I had a test. And well, I passed yesterday. Oh, that's good. <laughs> what what is this about? What are you going on? I about? just I was just wondering. Oh. You didn't seem to me like you're oh. the, you're the greatest kind of student when you were a student, and now that you're taking a, well. I mean, it is still a university course. I'm just wondering. <laughs> you know, like, are you studying? Okay. Like, I yes, I st- I st- I okay, study. Good. That's good. Did I pass the first time? No. Oh, there was multiple. I, I oh, you re- failed the first one, so you had to retake yeah, it. Yeah, I had to redo it. Hey, you know what? Good on you, though, man. Good on you. You're taking something that you had, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're you don't know anything Thank about you. it. So it the, fir- the fur trade threw me for a loop. Okay, I was <laughs> okay. I was learning about pemmican and how they use it as a as a tool. Oh of, wow. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, without getting too much <laughs> yeah. into it, there was that one question that I kept good. getting hung up on. <laughs> but it's good though. You, I mean, obviously. It doesn't necessarily shock me that you'd fail something. <laughs> Come on. I just mean that's the whole as a whole. Because we're not as educated on this whole subject as, as we should ah, be. Ah, I see. That's what, what I mean. Oh, I see. Sure. <laughs> Good low for blow. you, student. Hey TJ, you like um whoppers? Yeah. You like um to drive around? And eat whoppers. Okay. Well, this is perfect for you. Oh. Let me tell you Jeez, about this. You're really this. thinking of me today. Thank I'm you. I'm telling you, man. When I saw it. this story, I thought this is made for TJ. Right. Heinz Canada. All right. I'm a big fan. I just had some of their hanch last night. Okay. The hot sauce and ranch. I put that on a sandwich. Okay. So Heinz Canada <laughs> teaming up with Burger King. Okay. For what? the next month. For the next month. And they're teaming up with the app called Waze. Do you know what the, the, the Waze app the, is? It's a traffic. Yes. Yeah, that they never update here. <laughs> so the Waze app. <laughs> Wait, do they advertise with us? No, but honestly, <laughs> they never update this thing. Uh, like the app itself? Well, I don't know. I'm on it right now. And like they have 19 followers. Like they, oh, like yeah. to the Twitter account. That's, yeah. di- that's different. There's an app. So if you download the app, mm-hmm. it's like GPS and stuff, and it'll give you like traffic updates like while you're driving. Oh, like Google Maps. Okay. Basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is specific to traffic i guess right how does it get whoppers in my gullet okay so I guess this is, is what, what i'm asking this is what Waze is doing okay because everyone knows that heinz tomato ketchup comes out only when it's ready right it's very slow to come out of that uh, bottle remember those little commercials yeah the glass bottle yes sure. comes out only when it's ready so did you know that it pours out of a glass bottle at 0.045 kilometers an hour mm. now i tell you this because Waze app has decided that if you're stuck in, if you have the app open in your vehicle and you were stuck in traffic for the next month from June 3rd till July 4th, okay? 
because not a lot of people, there's a lot, a lot of people traveling right now. Everyone's kind of, you know, staying in, in, in their Canadian cities and there's going to be a lot more traffic on the streets. So if you are caught going 0.045 kilometers an hour, the same speed that Heinz tomato ketchup comes out of the glass bottle, mm-hmm. they will send you a coupon for a free Whopper from Burger King. Oh, Okay, so sign up for the app. Go really slow in traffic that's <laughs> yes. congested. Yes. But, I mean, doesn't everybody technically go that speed at some point of their day? There must be some sort of calculation as far as, like, how long you're going that for, I assume. This is obviously going to be more beneficial in the bigger cities, right? The Toronto, yeah, where you're getting more traffic. Yeah, but I The traffic feel, jams are going to be a little bit bigger. Yeah, I think in, in Toronto, though, um, they're not eating Whoppers. Like, we're down in Whoppers in the prairies. You think that we eat more Whoppers than in Toronto? I, I think we're Whopper Nation out Why, here, baby. Well, I think you single-handedly eat more Whoppers <laughs> than all of Toronto. I bring the numbers up. <laughs> I bring the average up for everybody out here. We need one of these here, and maybe we we have it, or we I don't know about it. There's a lot of things that I don't know about. Um, <laughs> crazy bins liquidation. You ever heard of this? No. Okay, you know I like deals. You know I like discounts. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, super cheap. Um, okay, Amazon. You know how they have, like, overstock items or things that customers return? Okay. All those items have to go somewhere. They can't just resell them? No, they don't resell them. No, no. I guess I don't know why. I mean, you're right. I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't, but they just probably don't care. Like they would rather right. sell it for pennies on the dollar to somebody else. They don't need the money. No, no. They'd rather work on new business. Right. Um. So basically, in Edmonton, I saw this story going around. There's a place that that's all these extra items that Amazon, you know, because sometimes they got to, you know, like car dealerships, they got to clear. We got to clear out the 2019s and make yeah. room for the 2024s now, yeah. weekend long, <laughs> right? This kind of stuff. So that's what they do. Amazon's got to get this crap out of their warehouses and get room for the new stuff. Okay. Right? So there is a, a warehouse in Edmonton where all this stuff goes to die. And it looks really cool. New items get put out on Prime Day, a.k.a. Thursdays. And they get sold for cheap. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Like discounted prices. Every item on the first day when it goes into the store is 25 bucks. Every item. Every item. Every single item. Well, because it's like all expen- like the, the more expensive stuff anyway. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Yeah. 25 bucks. 25 bucks is what it starts at. I'm like, this would go over like crazy in Winnipeg. The bins get restocked on Friday and Saturday. Prices go down to $10 on the weekend. So is this a physical thing yeah. or is it all online? No, it, you got you got to go like in. You go in and you take yeah. it like you you scavenge basically. So on the first day of all these returns, it's twenty five bucks. And Friday, Saturday, down to ten bucks. And then Monday, or sorry, Sunday, eight bucks, whatever. Uh, Monday, six bucks. And then all the way down to Wednesday before the restock day, it's one dollar for everything in the store, like whatever's there. Crazy bins, this is called. Yeah, it starts with a K. Crazy bins and bins has a Z. <laughs> wow, of course it does. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> right? How else would you know that the deals are totally insane <laughs> if it wasn't called crazy bins? So, like, what kind of, like, does it have a list of some stuff on there right now? It doesn't now? have a list. It's a, it's literally all of the crap that goes back. Think about it. You you, you buy, like, a, a, a bed frame, okay. and your bed doesn't fit in it. Guess what? There's bed frames. You should see the lineups. Some people start in the virtual lineup 12 hours before Prime Day, every Thursday. And it just opened. Like, this is new. So, uh, you, you could see some of their products on, on, on their website right now, just to give you kind of an idea. They've got, uh, like, wireless headphones. Yeah. They've got bucks security cameras. Day. 25 bucks. They've got projectors. That's 25 bucks. They've got digital watches. Look, I don't work there, and I don't feel I need to explain that it starts, everything is $25 going down to $1. So, yeah, Hamilton, Kitchener, London, 
Edmonton, Red Deer, and Calgary. Okay. When can we, like a PlayStation <laughs> can we franchise? Like, like, Seriously, crazy pins. Yeah. I know. When I saw this, all I thought was like Winnipeggers would eat this wow. place up. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. This, this, this was made for Winnipeg. Deals on deals on deals. This is made for me. And, and, and this, <laughs> the, the facility is just Bush League. It's, it's just like they rented out basically a, they, like a warehouse. They rented out this tiny space and they built all of like, it's just boxes and boxes of crap. So there used to be a place on the other side of Arlington, uh, the other side of Arlington bridge, you know, um, it was just down tucked off to the right. There's that Sobeys warehouse kind of thing. Okay. And then there's another place there and it was like all this off brand, like sort of stuff from China that had come over, like, you know, lead paint and, and everything. Right. Yeah, like so, there was something like this, but not, not to this extent, not this quality. I mean, a Dyson fan <laughs> for twenty five bucks. So it sounds like by reading their rules and guidelines here on their website, it sounds like like they you line up, doors will open, and you just you go like you, you just you go to the death. you go. And you it's fight. Boxing Day yes. every week. Yes. <laughs> yes, it says keep your feet on the floor. It might look like a lot of fun to climb up on the bins or sit down to find to find your stuff, but you got to stay on your feet and you got to move quickly. Okay, so that you know, how is that for? Oh, here's something. Okay, more rules. There's a purchase limit. Mm. Each person is given a 19 gallon bag. Oh, like an IKEA bag, basically. And you have 25 minutes to buy whatever you want. Wow, this is, this is awesome. that's like a sport. This is awesome. 25 minutes, one bag. <laughs> keep your feet on the ground. <laughs> That's keep your stick on the ice and keep your head up because I'm coming in hot for that $25 Christmas tree. 92.1 City, Winnipeg's Rock Station, the Gunners, 743. That's Turnbull. I'm TJ. And on the line with us from... Sean Reynolds with Sportsnet in what? Winnipeg. I'm not available right now. If you'd like me to call you back, please leave your Come name. Come on, Reynolds. Your number. Well, let's leave a message. All right, I'll, I'll leave a message. Back to you as soon as I can. I wonder what hotel they stay at. You think they put them up at the, like, the plaza? I bet you he was just out all night. Four seasons. He probably didn't sleep. He probably didn't need that hotel. You're still at Club Super Sex, aren't you? (laughs) We knew it, Reynolds. We know what you're up to. All (laughs) traveling around the country willy-nilly with that great head of hair of yours. Jobs, Jets are out. Jobs done. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he's on summer holidays. That's right. He's like a a high school student. Yeah, where you have a summer job lined up, bud? You're going to get, hey, you're going to work at the golf course for the summer? What are you going to do? Going to the lake? What, what, what's happening? Yeah, man. Where are you? The hell? Answer your phone. <laughs> we miss you. Well, All right. hang up on him, I guess. Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet. Don't blame the guy. I mean, I knew if if I know if I was wrapping up my job for the season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, do you think he has to do a postseason wrap? Like, does he have to go meet his boss? You know that you know, like in hockey, they like do an, ex- yeah. exit interview. <laughs> exit interview. Yeah. Exit interview. Here you go. Yeah, great season. You know, it looks like we're going to have you back for season seven, Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that that tie combo that you wore there with the plaid jacket really worked last night. Nice job not sweating your face off when it was plus 40 in Winnipeg last week. Well done. You're coming back next year. Contract renewed. Renewed. Yeah, so, uh, well, we might as well just talk about the Jets then because that's what we were going to do anyway. So um, that was, uh, what a series, man. Like, it started off... You know, with a lot of promise, I think the the Jets coming off of beating Edmonton, it seemed like all good. It was like, hey, optimism. You know, Montreal was going to be tired. They just played seven games against Toronto. They suck. You know, like we mm-hmm. we really, as Jets fans, thought that uh, there was a chance. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, anytime you sweep an opponent, especially an opponent 
that has Connor McDavid on it. I mean, you think that you're a pretty good hockey team. Uh, they had nine days off or 10 days off in between series. Maybe that was too long for them. Maybe they should have kept things going. You saw what the momentum did for Montreal, right? So maybe that affected them a little bit. But I also think that, uh, like, when you look back at that first-round series, that went 4-0. I mean, three of those games were overtime. So that could have been gone the other way, too. I think it masked a little bit of the Jets' kind of inconsistencies this year because they weren't a great team throughout the entire season. No. Right? They kind of limped their way into the playoffs with like a seven-game losing streak or something right at the end of the year. So, I mean, what happens now? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Paul Maurice was pretty optimistic. and I was watching his press conference last night. He said, this team is just entering their peak. Are they? This is their peak? Which I got to think is... swept? Listen, buddy, I know what is you're trying to do, but... Uh, you know, I think your peak was a couple of years ago when you lost in the conference final, and this is kind of on their way down. I didn't now. see any of his post game. Um, I, you know, he's always animated, but I, yeah. I, I feel like maybe his message is lost in the room. You know, there, there's so much speculation around what do you do with your coach? He's been here for how many years now? The team just has not gotten over that hump. And coaches have a shelf life, right? Yeah. There's a reason you don't see a coach stay, stick with the team forever for his entire career, right? Like eventually. You know, the message runs dry and you just got it. You just have to make a change to make a change. I'm not saying they need to do that. I think I like Paul Maurice. I think he's a good coach. But like I said, there's a shelf life to every coach and maybe his time is up. Hmm. Yeah, he sure does uh, have a knack for losing, though. Well, I mean, he's. Yeah, what? I mean, when you look back at his career. What is he, the losingest coach of all time? <laughs> well, come on. Is he, of, is he losing his coach of all time? I don't think that's a stat. I think you're pulling that out of your head. Are you sure? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm asking, like. Is that a stat? I think he's lost the most games out of any NHL coach. But he also started coaching when he was like 16 four. years old. He was four yeah. years old coaching. Yeah. Hey, you <laughs> stupid refs. That's not a cross check. This is a cross check. He's had a pretty good tenure as far as like longevity goes in the NHL. <laughs> he started coaching when he was like 23, 24 or something I like that. I know. But yeah, it's, I don't know. It's easy to point the fingers, right? And, and the is. Shifley thing with Shifley being out, does he make that much of a difference? He wasn't playing great anyway. And you shouldn't be depending on one player to get you through a series. Like if that's the reason they lost the series, like, then they do, got do you blame problems. it on Dubois moonlighting at Home Depot? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's something. You the know? Dubois thing. I, listen, when the trade happened, there wasn't a single person mad about that trade in, in Winnipeg, right? No, no. Everyone was excited about that trade. Did he struggle? Absolutely, he had his struggles. But the kid's young, and it's it just goes back to that whole lining thing, right? He's young. He's got potential. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then, I mean, what do you do now? you got to protect Logan Stanley with this expansion draft coming up because he looks like a snipe show. Yeah, that kid can score. Yeah. That big dude. Jake Morrissey, on the other hand, you can leave him unprotected. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Flopping around on the, ooh, like an octopus out there rolling around. Like, what are you doing? I forgot about that expansion draft. That's going to make things yeah, a little interesting in the summer, too, for every interesting. team. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think? Uh, leave us a message on the Bone phone, 780-BONE, 780-2663. Uh, do you start at the top and just can everybody? I don't know. That's, that's just the immediate reaction as soon as a team loses on Always. on Twitter, right? It's like, Always. oh, fire the GM. Fire everybody. Fire the yeah. coach. Yeah. Fire the Vesna winning goaltender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, I think there's, that's about the only guy that, <laughs> that secured his there's, spot. There's a, like there's bright spots, right? Connor Hellbuck, he's one of the best goalies in the league, no question. Yeah. Their offensive fire, they do have scorers up front. Their defense has lacked for a couple years, and it's an area that they need to address. <laughs> The Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. If Pierre-Luc Dubois is in Winnipeg for this next season, I hope it's in the chauffeur's office parking cars for the players. Totally useless. Well, guys, take it easy on him. He's been moonlighting at uh, Home Devo in the drywall department. (laughs) 
He's Stupid. working his part-time Stupid job. Stupid rumor going on the internet that purely do well. The reason he's so tired is he's got a second job as like a renovation expert or something. Oh, man. The internet's so funny. Uh, like, he's making $6 million a year playing in the NHL. And uh, he goes to Home Depot once. And then now he's like, he's now Mike Holmes on Holmes. What do you know? From sweep to swept. Way to go, one of big jets. Big player turnover. Time for some management turnover. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that uh, everyone's point of view is always to just change everything anytime your team loses. Yeah, in the playoffs. Isn't that how it goes? Eh? Very seldom does uh, you know does the top change. It's normally mm. you know the the ground floor guys. Mm-hmm. You know you get shipped out of town. That's right. Ehlers traded. <laughs> Morrissey gone. Hellebuck send him to Florida. <laughs> right, Chevy. Give that guy a race. Uh, yeah. Is that how, always how it works? Man, the only GM in franchise, well, since they've come over from yeah. Atlanta anyways. Yeah. He's no Don Waddell, but who is? <laughs> yeah, what do you know this morning? How are you guys doing today there? Uh, besides running out of boxes of fucking tissue and ass wipe. Ha! What happened to your Jets? Hey, if it makes you all feel any better, this season doesn't really fucking count anyways because it would have been a regular season like every other one since the dawn of hockey instead of this bullshit of lies and stupidity and everything else. Well, the Jets wouldn't even have made the playoffs. And second of all, the Oilers wouldn't even have been anywhere near the goddamn Jets because, well, they'd still be in the playoffs and they'd be on their way to win the Stanley Cup properly. So whoever wins it this year, who gives a fly and f- the league? You know, it's not even, I don't know, there's going to be a big blemish or a star or a big sh- stain on the side of whoever wins it this year anyway. So don't worry about your Jets. And I don't think they'll move out of town yet, Any, any maybe next year. But have a good day. A uh, couple things here. First of all, we haven't heard from Bob in like a year. No. Second of all, he sounds like he's doing much better, I got to say. Yeah, he sounds way more sober. <laughs> he, he does. And third of all, he would not, like, his Oilers get swept by the Jets. We don't hear a peep from him. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden the Jets lose, and now he's coming out saying the season doesn't matter. I bet you if the Oilers are moving on to the third round, he'd be talking about how important this season was. Oh, would he ever. Bob. 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 Yeah, I know. He seems like he's really he's, on the Quaaludes yeah, this is, morning. Which is quite, quite there's a different change. Let's take to the podcast from yesterday and just listen to the phone phone. Like, it just sounds like, you know, I'll call anonymous, took their turns calling in, like, but they're not, like, clean. They're just, like, they got back on a fender, and it's like, what the, like, what is up with the phone phone? Like, man, just ridiculous. Yeah. That's the epitome of the bone phone right there. That's what it is, it's man. Like, hey, call us whenever. So, yeah, 780 Bones, 780-2663. Good, bad, and different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, just, I just got out of the shower after some lobby <laughs> thinking about you guys. When I was three, I showered in France. And and you guys should have a podcast where you swear and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a bozo. <laughs> Okay, it is defense. It wasn't the same guy who made all three calls. Oh my god, that's funny though. <laughs> that was a, that was a mishmash making fun of three different people that called yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. That's good. Oh, I love when you mess with us. That, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, okay, old golfer. Hey there. Uh, no beef, no bones today. Bouquets, more like it. I'm here. Standing on a tee box right now, 18th hole. It's about 35 degrees right now. And a big shout out to the guy who's probably 75 in front of me, decked out in a long sleeve black shirt, black pants. 
My God, old golfers are the most resilient people you will ever meet in your life. Yeah, except that one guy. When Which I was one? a kid, I didn't golf for many years. I was traumatized. Why? What happened? Some guy had a heart attack in front of us. <gasps> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to him, but my buddy tried to give him mouth to snout resuscitation. And like, like, uh, like he was know, on yeah. the whole <gasps> oh jammer. My. He was like in front of us. Oh my god! Yeah. So, like, when you say all old man golfers are resilient, I'm like, oh, there's that one guy. Wow. Yeah, I don't know that what happened. Traumatized like, you again. I was like, t- I was like 12 or 13. Yeah. And he just went down. And it was like, oh god, ambulances oh ripping god. across the fairway. Like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It was insane. Do you ever know what happened to him? No, I don't. No, no, no. Yeah, that is scary. Totally. TJ and Turnbull, you make the morning so electric. You just spark up the day. Fine with you, fellas. It's just awesome. Cheers. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92-1-City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. Look, man, everybody does their own thing and and that's cool and i and i like that people are unique and go about life and just do what they want to do to live their best life yeah. i'm down with that yeah be yourself right that's yeah. the old the old audit adage be yourself unless you can be a disney princess then always be a disney princess <laughs> this girl that i used to work with this is crazy so she she like thinks she's a disney princess <laughs> <laughs> she worked at, at Marineland as a Disney princess, and then she would go to parties uh, as a oh, princess. So she's a method actor. No, she, method. She just really like <laughs> takes she, control of the character and just becomes it. She thinks she is a Disney princess. She goes to Disneyland multiple times a year, spends all her money going to Disneyland, and dresses up. And like the other princesses are there like, <laughs> what are you doing, bitch? Like, you, you're not... <laughs> You know, do you imagine like Ariel just staring at her in the in the bell dress, and it's like, hey, wait a second, you're not on the payroll here. So, so she she like does this in her like like in her off time, like she will she will she dresses up, she dresses up, and yep. she she thinks like cosplay kind of, I right. guess. Right, and there's a lot of people that are into that kind of thing, cosplay. Yeah, and she finally found somebody who's a Disney prince. Yeah, no. I swear to God, no. man. Yes, there is a dating app. I'm no. not joking. Yeah, because I used to have her on the show, so I, I would have her on, and I'd, I'd, I'd just get all her, her like, crazy uh, sexcapades and stuff. Like, she'd be telling me stories about going on, like, nine Tinder dates a night and stuff. So is it like a, is it like a, like, it's a kinky thing, like this Disney princess I don't thing? know. No, I think it's more innocent than that. Like, I think she just thinks she's a Disney princess, <laughs> as stupid as that sounds when I say it out loud. So she wears, the like, the big ball yeah, gowns. Yeah, ball gowns. Like, she wears ball gowns all the time. Like, just on a, on a regular she basis. She would go on a date and, and would rock a ball gown and would see what the guy would say. And she's like, oh, I'm going to have a Disney fairy tale prince kind of thing, princess life, whatever. Right. And then and then I started seeing like three weeks ago that she found this guy. Her Prince Charming. Yeah. She found him. Yeah. And and he dresses up like that guy from uh what's that show? You know, you watch that junk. What? What's that? Gaston. <laughs> he dresses like Gaston. He dresses Come up, on. he he wears like Come on. Yeah. And every last inch of me's covered in hair. Yeah. Like, that's just so crazy to me. I, I'm just not, I, I don't well, get it. Happily ever after, man. Yeah, but like, here we are, like four weeks in, and now she's married, and they're like walking down, and she's all dressed up. Okay, where do they live in? Where, where do they live? Like, do they live in a castle? 
No, she makes a radio salary. She probably lives in a one apartment. <laughs> does she have? Does she what, have <laughs> what do they have for the meal, Mister Noodles? Like everyone else in their first two years in radio, does she have like animals and pets that talk uh, to her? Well, there's a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> She always bring her Ken to Labrador work. I always thought that was a little weird. Goddamn singing clock in the office. I'm like, can you shut that off? We're on the air here. All of a sudden, I'm like, hey, hi. Like, how are you getting home? Goddamn pumpkin shows up at the radio station. What is with this chick? She's a Oh man, it's <laughs> crazy, man. Well, happy for you. Wow, you just showed me some pictures of uh, Princess. What's her name? I, I'm not gonna say her name. Like, oh, she doesn't have a princess people, name. Oh no, she's no. all of them. Like, if you go through the picture, she dresses up as all the princesses. This, uh, okay. this gal that I used to work with, Moonlight's as a, like a Disney princess. Like, in her spare time, it's all she does. Dresses up and goes out. And I guess it's no difference, uh, you know, with, with that and, and people who are furries or whatever. I know a guy who, uh, like, he dre- he, he, has he, like full, he he has a full Batman costume. Oh, yeah. And he goes to, like, children's hospitals and that kind of thing. Oh, which so is- he does... God's work. Well, it's. I mean, it's a little bit different than this girl who just goes out on dates dressed as a Disney princess. Yeah, like, like that's that's kind of different. It sure is. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, is this is this Comic Con? What's happening yeah, here? Yeah, man. I I mean, I don't know. Do you dress up? Are you a dresser upper? Seven six two triple five. I want to hear from somebody who who dresses up. Like, I, there's got to be somebody listening that does this. I call us seven eighty city seven eighty twenty four eighty four. Throw us a call. If you uh, look, we, we don't have call display. We won't. We won't out you. I, like I if don't you dress know up any- as a SpongeBob and walk around the forks in your spare time. <laughs> there are people though. Actually, you- funny you mentioned that. I was reading an article on the weekend about Spider Man's in Winnipeg. What? There's a Spider Man in Winnipeg who does good deeds. This he is just, a true thing. Yes, a I just read this Spider-Man. article. The free, go to the Free Press website. You can read about it. Spider, there's a guy who dresses as Spider-Man, and he, he walks around and thinking, like crosses the street with old ladies and stuff. Come on. It's a real thing. This guy, the article didn't say who he was because you don't want to unmask him. No, you can't. You can't. No, because he's not the real Spider-Man. <laughs> wow, That's a thing. you don't know that. Well, I do. <laughs> I do know that. So, yes, there, this is a thing. It's, it's funny that you mentioned it because I just read it. Now, I, I think it's a bigger thing than, than we're letting on. Like, I, I think there are more people that, that do this. Just kind of act like this. It's kind of behavior. I, yeah. It's, it's odd to me. But then again, like, hey, you want to be Princess Jasmine? I'll show you a whole new world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when she's, when she's setting up these, like, uh, these dates and stuff. Yeah, like, on, is on she, Tinder. Is she just, well, not anymore because she just got married yesterday. Right, but when apparently. she did, did she did she preface it by saying, I'm a Disney princess or did she just show up? Oh, I think it was up? in her bio. Oh, it was. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but I think there's probably some, there's dudes that got to be into that. There's probably some dudes that are like, hey, Cindy. I don't know, man. That's Cinderella. That's got a creepy vibe to it because like, I think so Disney too. Princess is very childish, very that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. It's, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. We yeah. do have a call coming. Should we answer oh, it? Oh, dear. I, I guess. <laughs> 780 City. Hey, good morning. <laughs> hey, I go around my trench coat and my rubber boots. <laughs> okay. Well done. <laughs> cool. 
Awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, we got a texter here. Text texter five six two. I dress up as a thirty year old depressed man that hates his job. <laughs> Actually, I've seen a lot of them walk around the yeah. city. Open Tech on 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop Winnipeg. Shop and save on Father's Day gifts and get Dad geared up for adventure. All right, all your text messages go into one inbox here, and then we read them around 8.40 every morning. Four minutes and 20 seconds of just g- 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 gold. 762555. I used to see a guy walking down Roblin wearing a full Harry Potter costume. Even had the scar. Wow dedication especially as a grown-up i think that's the weirdest thing for me yeah it is weird it is weird man uh the disney princess bit had me in tears funny ish awesome job thanks yeah i was in tears too yeah i don't know (laughs) joking on the laugh there oh man um did the disney princess chick get to work on a magic carpet (laughs) no no it was a giant pumpkin yeah um, I dress up as a cat lady. What does that look like? <laughs> That's kind of hot. <laughs> Catwoman? Is it like a Catwoman? Cat, Catwoman, okay. That's yeah. Is that Halle Berry? It has been, yep. Well, who else has it been? It's been... Uh, Uma Thurman? There? No. Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not Uma Thurman. <laughs> well, who's the, it might have been Uma Thurman. What's the one in... Uh, I don't know. Batman, I have no idea. Batman Returns. No, Ivy. No, she was Ivy. You're right. Yeah. It's uh, somebody else in, in Batman Returns. Oh, oh, yeah. This is great. So I was telling you about this Amazon discount store uh, that's in Edmonton, Red Deer, Calgary, I think. Kitchener. A couple places in Ontario, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, only problem with an Amazon discount store is that Winnipeggers will still try and get a bargain down from 25 <laughs> <Yeah>. bucks at the till. <laughs> totally, yeah. So everything in this Amazon <laughs> return store, like it's all just stuff that's been returned and it's all 25 bucks. Michelle Pfeiffer is the name we were looking That's for. That's the one who I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, when she was in Gangsta's Paradise. Remember that one? No. It was that one where uh, Coolio had the soundtrack, Gangsta's Paradise, Dangerous Minds. I should watch that again. She goes to teach in, like, the hood. Okay. And she's like, you know, it's like, it's like the blind side kind of thing. Gotcha. You know, hero teacher, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Amazon Hunger Games should be a thing. I'm talking about Amazon still. All those returns. Like, you just go and just fight to the it death. Just, it sounds like you just open the doors and it's a free-for-all. Yeah, and I know. You have, you have 25 minutes in a nine-gallon bag and you get whatever you can. Amazon Returns is a huge business. I saw a show on CBC Marketplace about it. Oh, by the way, we got a call from somebody. Yeah? What did they say? There's a wait, There's one for Wayfair. Oh, oh yeah, in, Niverville. In Niverville, Manitoba. Right it's in our called, backyard. I wrote it down. It's called Way More. Something. Way more for for less or way less or way, something like way that. Way more for way less? Yeah, in Neverville, Manitoba. It's the yeah, same concept, she said. Uh, Wayfair's returns, basically. Uh, i got to look this up. Okay, hurry. Talk faster. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Neverville. Uh, uh, no, Unlimited <laughs> Unlimited is the other one. That's the one the other side of the Arlington Bridge. Right. My buddies and I used to go there and buy their, um, like, uh, smoke bombs and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Smoke bombs. Um... Do you ever move things around at the grocery store to mess with staff? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sometimes, really. although uh, you have been known what? when you don't want a product anymore, uh-huh. specifically a steak that you, oh, it's going to be too much sure. money. Oh, you're and bringing you, this up. You decided to just put it behind the cans of soup in one of the aisles. Wow. So that no, nobody, it was a Triscuits. So that nobody can see it and yeah. then proceed to smell off the entire store. Yeah. Um... <laughs> That happened. I Look, I'm not proud of it, but I was too embarrassed to take it back to the deli 
Because the guy just slapped a sticker on. I wasn't really paying attention. And it was like a $37 steak. And yeah. I'm like, well, wait a second. And I'm like, that's absurd. I don't want this. No, this is what, no. So then I got a couple aisles over and yeah, I, I hit it behind the Triscuits. <laughs> well, some guy on staff's probably going to mm. find that later and be like, well, it's it's been out of the freezer, out of the cooler. We probably got to just eat it. Maybe. So, so you're doing him a favor. Yeah, I'm doing a favor. Run. Yeah, okay. it's like when you order a pizza and then you pass out drunk and forget about it. And then the driver actually gets to eat it. <laughs> and his boss doesn't charge him usually. Don't be sad, everybody. Just be happy the Jets made it to the second round. Aw, there's some positive pants for you. This is a tale of two nations, too. I'll explain. President of France, Emmanuel Macron. Mm-hmm. Macron was in this uh, small town in the south of France, mm-hmm. which normally seems like a place like you think of like Saint-Tropez. And you think of Cannes, where the film festival mm-hmm. is. And you just, it, it seems very nice. Mm-hmm. In fact, Nice is down there as well. Mm-hmm. Right, all along that beautiful area of the river. Nephew's over there as well, I think. No, no, that's no. Dad joke. You don't even have kids yet. You can't I'm do working that. on it though. Um, so the president of France, Emmanuel Macron, is walking in this small French town in the Riviera, and you know how they walk around and glad hand everyone, like, oh yes, oh hello, hello, yeah, oui, bonjour, salut, yeah. bonjour, merci, yeah. merci, votez pour moi. Just the babies. And then this dude just reaches out and. Slaps him. Yeah, bitch slaps him right upside the head. Wow. And then it seems like a really bad idea to do because wow. he must have secret service people with them. They're right there. Yeah. And they just beat the living piss out of this other guy. So, oh, yeah. You know what this reminds me of? Well, Jean Chrétien. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. It's a tale of two countries. In France, it's like, oh, yeah, sure. Get your bodyguard. To, oh, yeah. You slap me. In our oh, country, yeah. Jean Chrétien <laughs> threw that little dude in a in a, a Schoenigan handshake. Because he got punched or he got slapped or what was it? The, the guy just jumped over and tried him. to like a tackle him. Right. And then, and and then Jean Chrétien. Had, yeah, none of this. <laughs> I want none of this. Me there. I won't take none of this. <laughs> and he just like yeah, he grabbed the guy by the throat and choked him out. And then they rushed him out of there pretty quick. Well, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they still. I think yeah. he pied him. He tried to pie him. That's oh, what he did. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He tried to throw a pie. Which is a face. great yeah. move. Yeah, that's I mean, a, that's a good bit. I, I, that's a good bit. I, I think if that's a good bit, like you know, and I'm not suggesting that anybody does that to you know one of their leaders, but you know, just saying. As far as comedy goes, yeah, like it, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's like pie in the face, yeah, exactly. It's like Pal- <laughs> like Pallister, like he's like all big and goofy, and it's like do 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 walking up the steps, and all of a sudden like somebody launches some lemon meringue from thirty feet away. Yeah, like don't tell us he wouldn't have a bit of a chuckle That'd when be he saw that. Funny. I mean, and looking back on it, he'd probably think it was funny later. Well, that I don't know. Mm, lemon meringue. Mm, <laughs> delicious. Never really had anything uh, like that. I had like a can of soup thrown at me one time. Why? I don't know. I don't remember. I threw an apple at a guy one time. Steve Payne. Yeah, you did. Steve Payne, big, big boss of Birchwood. Yeah, huge. BMW. Yeah, BMW guy. Awesome guy. Uh, went to high school together, but he was like way older and he was like with the cool guys. Right. And so I was like, Hey, I'm going to let it be known. Like, I'm just going to let him know I'm here. And so I, I took an apple and I went in there and we were like yelling at him and I was like, Hey, Steve. 
and I just sidearmed this like Macintosh apple and it hit the edge of the table in the cafeteria exploded all over so he gets up like flying right he's got his like number 82 Kelvin Clippers jersey on and I just make my break for it and I'm running down the basement hall of that high school and I go to look back at one point and he's like one step away from me I had like a 13 second head start and he's like all you know four years older than me and like a man and he just like came and just like laid the beating of a lifetime I think I had a Kelvin Clippers uh championship ring from from 2000 or 1998 championship ring indented in my forehead you had you had mentioned this once before and he wanted me to make sure that people knew that like he didn't just go around the school beating people up no no like, no he really pissed them off that day oh, yeah i threw an apple at him no i deserved it yeah yeah no i deserved the kelvin clipper ship with pain 82 in my forehead no it was well worth it though just a great story here we are 20 some odd years later 24 years later, still laughing about yeah, it. Yeah, that's funny. That's what, See, that's stuff being thrown at people. Yes. Come on. My brother was hitchhiking once, got a hamburger, a big old hamburger <laughs> thrown out. He probably needed to eat it, too. <laughs> no, he's a vegetarian <laughs> if he's hitchhiking. He's <laughs> he was actually pissed because he would have eaten it. He's yeah. like, man, just give me the hamburger. Don't throw it in my face. Oh, man. I mean, I guess getting a hamburger thrown at you while hitchhiking is better than the old, hey, buddy, get in, and then you open the door, and the hitchhiker walks over, and then you speed away. <laughs> <laughs> You've done that before, too, no, haven't you? no. <laughs> No, never, never. <laughs> just to your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. We'll chat tomorrow. Arena TJ and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.